to the party. We are tardy to this party. I'm tardy to this party. It's I'm a, 30 years tardy to this a, party. It's a podcast where we fill our pop culture holes with stuff we didn't see the first time around. Mm-hmm. And you missed Evil Dead 2 this time. I have no idea how I managed to miss Evil Dead 2. That seems In terms of horror, scary, spooky, ooh, Halloween think, movies, you know, this is one of my biggest blind spots. Yeah, it's this... Maybe for you, I think a lot of people probably miss this because it's a B movie. Well, back in the day, but well, now, even so it's a, it's still just a B movie. Well, it's super. B. Well, this is about as B as B like, movies come. But yeah. yeah, I saw Army of Darkness. Uh, well, the funny I thing is, I've those. seen the original Evil Dead. Yeah. I've seen Army of Darkness, yeah. but I've never seen Evil Dead Two. Well, I, well, back in the day, I saw Evil Dead Two when it first came out on video. That was not very interesting, and so when people came out and said, "Oh, Evil Dead Two, it's great," but it's also a remake of the first movie, I was like, "First movie is bullshit. Why do I want to see this thing again?" And I had also turns out. Just like they were, I don't know, like going to parties and stuff as a kid. I had seen most of the highlights of this movie in retrospect mm. to the point that I thought this whole movie was just Bruce Campbell alone in the cabin the whole time. I didn't realize there were other people because yeah. I had seen, I had seen the whole opening. I had seen him with a possessed hand, and, and it turns out I think I had seen the ending of this movie at like a sleepover when I was like. 12 because i dimly remember like everyone getting sucked into the portal and stuff and it, well that's also it being the opening army of, of darkness army of darkness starts, starts. Yeah. yeah that's true too do they just you reuse the same footage from... i don't think so yeah i mean it's been 20 years since yeah. i've seen army of darkness but i remember reading about army of darkness in starlog magazine and they were talking about the original <laughs> idea for that film was the army of darkness is an army comprised of all the dead people who have ever died in any wars in the world i don't know if that's still actually what the plot of that movie is no. But, yeah, so we're talking about Sam Raimi's 1987 hit, The hit. Evil Dead yeah, 2. Hit. Well, did this make money? I don't know. Did you do research? A little bit. But I didn't, <laughs> I didn't see how much it made or so anything. What's, so, so what's your experience There's with so Evil much Dead 2? Because you're the one who kind of suggested this. No, I didn't. Really? No, it wasn't me. Oh, okay. Where did I come <laughs> up with the idea for this? I mean, oh. I just knew this was, like, uh, one of my big... Uh, Black holes. Uh, so the budget for this was three point six million. This made of five point nine million. So yeah, it was That's profitable. Good. Actually, I was watching the Blu-ray and they were talking about in the commentary how uh, this movie turned a profit even before they started filming because they sold the rights to like HBO mm. and overseas stuff. And people uh, did too. My history is I saw Army of Darkness before I saw either this one or the first one. Yeah, well, that I was, was like, like those are entertaining and fun. I, and yeah. then I wound up seeing these at some point. I don't know. So you haven't seen the first one? Uh, no, I've seen them both. First one's boring as shit. <laughs> um, it's it's a much more serious version of this. Also, apologies uh, if you hear sounds of construction in the background. The construction dudes are still working on the ballroom. Because I have to do that mamushka before Halloween kicks they gotta, in. They gotta put in all the trap doors and secret passages. Oh yeah, no, they're, right now they're working on the uh, uh, the plant part where, like, you know, like, you, like, so people try to intrude, the mm-hmm. plants will capture them and stick them in the corner for some reason until Lurch figures them out. Yeah, even though that wasn't the ballroom, but okay. Was it? Because it kind of looked like that the corner of the ballroom. House. I know, but it looked like an extension of the ballroom because oh. it was all the glass windows. Mm-hmm. In fact, actually, maybe oh, you're very much an architect. Maybe it was on that side of the house because that's where all the sun comes mm. in, which is perfect. Well, the ballroom, you're dancing at night, you don't need. To... What are we talking about? We're, We're talking, talking about, about Evil Dead, Dead 2. 2. Uh, so, yeah, Evil Dead 2. Uh, man, I love how this movie starts with the Rosebud Releasing Corporation logo. Yeah, it's not even a real company. <laughs> so I guess, okay, so this movie, uh, the backstory of this movie was, they, they these guys made Sam Raimi and his buddies. I made Evil Dead 1. Mm-hmm. Not, not a huge hit. Stephen King saw it, though. 
And Stephen King was making Maximum Overdrive for Dino De Laurentiis. Yeah. And D- Stephen King was like, hey, I love that Evil Dead movie. Why aren't those guys making a sequel? And Dino De Laurentiis was like, okay, I'll just call him up and said, hey, let's make a sequel. So Stephen King was responsible for the creation of this film. And one of the only problems is Dino De Laurentiis did not want his name attached to an X-rated film, which is what this film was originally rated as. Yeah. So instead of putting his name on it, he had them make up. They actually even shot the whole rosebud it's not even stock footage sam raimi actually shot that little rosebud opening and shit like that mm-hmm. they put this cheesiest shittiest <laughs> yeah type that's oh, it's great yeah in fact actually i wish more movies had their own shitty like production company yeah production company at the beginning it's fucking hilarious it's, it sets a good tone for the rest of the movie um kind of heightened reality dumb shit yeah. um what happens next well it's this uh voice over oh, with some like the Necronomicon, the book of their dead. And the Necronomicon looks like it was sculpted by a grade schooler. It's great. <laughs> it's got the shittiest little face. I can't. I'm assuming the Necronomicon. 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 Not Comic Con. I guess we can just call it the book of the dead. <laughs> the Necronomicon. <laughs> I'm assuming the book of the dead was in the first. Granted, I've not seen the Evil Dead since probably before this movie first came out. Yeah. Which is, that's 30 plus years, so I it's, can't remember you, exactly what happened. You watched Evil Dead 2, you've seen Evil Dead 1. All I remember from Evil Dead 1 is tree rape and yeah. there's more tree rape in this mm, no i mean it, it, she just gets it's wrapped more, up and it, she's into more the it's tree. tree kidnapping yeah although i guess they just remade the evil dead just a couple of years ago and they specifically went out of their way to have very specific tree rape in that too yeah. so i don't know why people decided evil dead equals mm. tree sexual uh, arboreal sexual assault i don't know fucking weird anyway but that's 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 well, we are going to talk about it later, but um, voiceover the seas run red with blood, yeah. blood that was used to write the Nemecanomicon. Yeah, no, man, it's fucking perfect pulpy opening. It's great. Yeah, yeah. kind of cartoony. Uh, and then Ash, Ashley, and his lady are driving. Ash Williams, I guess, is his whole name. Yeah, Linda. Linda driving up to the cabin in the woods. In Sam Raimi's car, Oldsmobile yeah. Delta 88. Yep. Yeah. It's in all those, well, not all, but most of his movies. and Yeah. He's playing piano once they get there, and she's dancing with no pants on. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, it, it's, so, I guess this movie, it's, there's been a debate online as to whether or not this is a remake or a sequel to the first movie. I mean, it's called Evil Dead 2. Yeah. But, so I guess the idea that, this is supposed to be a flashback comprised of footage from the original film. Mm-hmm. But because this was made by... They're, they're, they were financed by a different company that financed the first film. They couldn't get the rights to the footage from the first film. Yeah. So they decided they would essentially reshoot everything. Like, essentially condense the first film into the first 15 minutes of this movie. So, See, which explains the, how... The problem I have with that is... I, Ash is an idiot. Yeah. But if you had the first movie happen to you in the woods... There's no fucking way you'd ever go back to a cabin in the woods. <laughs> With another girlfriend named Linda? Yeah. Well, that's the idea. That's why they're saying that this is supposed to be... If you don't know that they're essentially just remaking the first film in the first 15 minutes of the movie, you're thinking it's a direct sequel, and you're just wondering why the same things are... Exactly the same things are happening again. All the way up until the point where after uh, uh, Ash kills Linda, yeah. and he... There's a, the forest comes, is it out of the cabin and attacks Ash and like almost goes into his mouth and he starts flying and pinwheeling through the skies mm-hmm. right before he starts pinwheeling through the skies. That's supposed to be the first evil dead hmm. essentially being remade because it's it, at the end of the first evil dead, the spirits fly into his mouth and it's insinuated they kill Ash and that's the end of the movie. Hmm. And this, they just suggest 
the spirits fly into his mouth, and he just goes flying down a road in North Carolina for, for, <laughs> for 30 seconds, pinwheeling, hits a tree, falls face first into a mud puddle, is possessed, sees this, you know, all that shit, yeah. yeah. Which is one of the first great sequences in the film, which really sets the tone. If they had else. done it that way, sure, that it could have been this, this, this sequel, but, but they I didn't do it that way. I do appreciate they just don't even give that much about shit about continuity, yeah. other than just say, they're, they're setting the scene, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's, he, it's... he bought her a magnifying glass <laughs> and so, she loves it. I also, I, I watched this movie on Blu-ray and then I watched it again with the commentary. Bruce Willis, no, what's Campbell. his name? Bruce Campbell. He won't stop harping on how they couldn't spend more, more than $12 on this little <laughs> ring that he gives Linda. It's not which a ring, a it's big, a fucking magnifying glass. Is it a magnifying glass? Yeah. yeah. Or at least a magnifying glass. Or it's a, like a ring, yeah, some kind of like a little cheap plastic, because it looks like something came out of the box of Cracker Jack, and he yeah. won't stop making fun about how, because he was also one of the producers on the film, but he's... Like, nobody had, like... Oh, it's fucking hilarious. A relative that could have lent them a piece <laughs> I know, of exactly, yeah. Because it only like, shows up in a couple shots in the film. It's not like it had to be dragged through the mud or anything like that. But it's great. It's a cheap little piece of Mexican he's plastic. Like, he's like, what do you think, kid? And she's like, I love it. I'm like, who the fuck calls their lover kid? <laughs> it's Bruce Campbell. I, that, that's one of the things about, like, I know Ash as a character. Yeah. That that's, if you're watching this cold, you're like, Ash is kind of a weird guy. But now, you know, Ash, Ash his shadow is cast. He casts such a large shadow over the pop culture landscape and terms of horror movies and stuff like that you kind of expecting i was expecting more groovy baby and shit like that that's more army of darkness exactly but yeah yeah. that happens that's when his personality really got set in stone three fourths maybe of the way through the movie he turns into that ash but before that he's he's a normal dude he's not yeah and then all of a sudden he happened and yeah it's one of the Bruce Campbell's just just a goober yeah. <laughs> than anything about Ash. And um, she's like, I feel funny being here. What if the people who own the cabin come home? And he's like, they're not. Even if they do, we'll just tell them the car broke oh, down. Oh, so it's insinuated that he doesn't even know the owners that he snuck in. Yeah. That's one of the things I couldn't quite understand at the beginning. It was because the, the, but also, the owner's daughter shows up and they try to yeah, and kill the, Ash. The, the parents would have been there because she was going to meet her parents there. So the owners of the cabin would have been there. If oh, they yeah, that's a good up. point, actually. Yeah. So his... He'd be like, let's go up to the romantic cabin. Oh, shit, there's old people in there. Yeah. One's in a rocking chair. Presumably living in that cabin. The other's reading a book made out of human flesh. (laughs) Oh, cool. cool. Um, Oh, do we already screw past the fact that... Oh, no. Oh, you don't see the flashback. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, 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 okay. okay. (laughs) Here comes the schizophrenia. Okay, no, because... I was pointing out that the like, there's you see the history of the Book of the Dead, you, yeah. but there's a flashback when he finds the the the, the scientist's tape recorder and that's coming up. I just want to get this shit out of order. <laughs> this is a very complicated plot. This yes, film. it's very complicated. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's gravity's rainbow. And they're like, hey, oh, let's film. Let's have some Chapagne. Yeah, they're like, yeah. He goes and gets it and sees the tape recorder and says, hey, there's a recorder here. And she's like, see what's on it. Who does that? <laughs> I like, guess it's... This hey, is... <laughs> play that Brandon person's tape. Uh, Maybe they got a sweet s- mixtape with some, some fucking... I know, exactly. Sweet jazz yeah. on there. Uh, presumably this is the only prop... Uh, according to the commentary, this is the only prop actually salvaged from the first film and used it in this thing. Because, mm. you know, that's, that's, I guess it's the most, most expensive prop. See, after I, the just, film. I was like, um, there's so much supplemental material for the Evil Dead movies because it's come out on DVD so many times. Oh, I'm, I'm, I, I'm wondering how much I should research it. You know what? 
Pill's gonna research the fuck out of well, this. Why not? Because we were supposed to research way... each yeah. other's. But yeah, this. But is... Bill is just you've you've been going nutso with your researching your own <laughs> shit. But um, well, I've been times. on a streak of watching stuff that I'm interested in, yeah. so I'll research it. Um, um, I would. My bigger question about that is if he had just finished recording this, mm-hmm. unless there's an auto stop rewind feature on that tape recorder, which doesn't seem like it would be that advanced. It shouldn't be all set up to play maybe again. He, maybe he killed his wife and was like, oh, I killed her. <laughs> I gotta listen to this story again. <laughs> Do you ever see what happened to the actual scientist? Do you see his wife later? Do we ever see the corpse of him? He never comes yeah, back. No, his corpse never comes back. Oh, no, his ghost comes yeah. back, though, because then he's all like, Whoa. Yeah. But yeah, you never see. Yeah. Unless it's... that's... Is, what that, is that the deadites fucking with... I don't know. That's interesting that, yeah, you never see his body, but his ghost so... comes back. It's, There's a story they, they there. Turn the, uh, sure. They turn the tape recorder <laughs> on and some guy talking about him and his wife found the book of the dead and he starts he starts yeah, translating. He's like, Here. Specifically, the book of the dead disappeared from 1300 AD Europe and wound up at a castle on the southern coast of California. Yeah. He's like, here are the phonetic translations of some super evil spells. There's no possible way this could go wrong. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and I love that what sets off the rest of this movie is not even an actual live person reciting the these passages from the Book of the Dead, but just a tape recording singing this also, shit out loud. He reads it and it brings the like evil back. Yeah. But shouldn't that evil have already been there? Well, presumably that's what happened when he said it read it the first time. Yeah, it should have stuck around. And that's what killed around. him and his yeah, wife. But it should have just stuck around. But I guess this happened long enough before Ash and Linda showed up that, that I guess the dead became dormant no, again and like, needed to be reawoken. At the most, it had been two weeks. I know, exactly, yeah. So I guess it's almost the like dead this, can only stay alive for so long this, before. This weird little B-movie almost like it had some plot holes. Yeah. If, if Ash and uh, Linda had been able to just get the hell out of the cabin and come back two weeks later, everything would have been fine. Yeah. Then. Just, yeah, fucking evil gets reset. But um, there's some yeah. flying through the woods. I forgot that 90% of these... Oh, yeah. Because I had seen clips of this movie before. I forgot that 90% of this movie is cameraman running through the woods going... <laughs> rawr, 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 rawr. <laughs> the yeah. didgeridoo, yeah. Maybe not 90%, but there's a lot of that in this movie. Like, these raising Arizona-style shots of some, like, a camera guy on a skateboard mm-hmm. being pulled through the woods. And then it crashes yeah. through the window, and Linda screams, Ah! And Ash, leaping, leaping to be a hero, goes, Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever her name is, Linda? I do. He does pre- not like Linda. Yeah. Oh no, she's screaming. He's just like, what? I do appreciate Does she th- scream all the time? Even in this early... <laughs> Even at this beginning, Ash is an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Ash gets stupider as these movies (laughs) go along. You hear a blood-curdling scream in the middle of the woods at night, and and he's just just like, like, What? (laughs) What? Yeah. Would you say something? Yeah. Uh, Also, is it already night, or is it it magically turn from day to night? Yeah. Because it happens a couple times in this movie. But then something's flying through the house. It picks Ash up and sends him flying through trees and whatnot. And people hit Ash in the face with branches. Uh, and he gets slammed against a tree and falls in a puddle and burr, 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 is this at, this is after Linda's dead, right? She just vanishes. Oh, she just vanishes? Yeah, she's yeah. vanished and you don't know where she went. Okay, so this is essentially the climax of Evil Dead One, yeah, where the um yeah, the spirits, yeah, essentially like and like slam into Ash's face and yeah. yeah. I fucking love that shot of him flying through the trees. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell if it was an actual visual effect or they did in real life. According to the commentary, what they did was just 
they put Ash on top of a car, like on a pinwheel thing that kind of revolved him as they drove down a bunch of roads in the backwoods of North Carolina yeah. at, in slow motion. And then, you know, sped it up for the final film. But it is fucking hilarious. I, especially any the beginning of every horror movie. Presumably, you're trying to set a tone of dread and woo. This movie goes from zero to 60. Yeah. And not just zero to 60 with the scary shit, with the stupid funny shit, too. And, like, I love how this pinwheeling ash through the sky is a combination of, like, that is kind of scary, but it's also fucking hilarious. But, you know, fucking Bruce Campbell's making the craziest, zaniest faces and shit. Um, yeah, yeah, it's good times. And then he slams into a tree, yeah, and he face down in mud, and he comes up out of the mud, and he's all possessed. Now, yeah, all of a sudden, he's all know. possessed. And, and then, uh, well, no, he that happens at night, and then he wakes up. No, this is that's what I'm saying. This is one of the confusing things. So Hold he up. like he ends up face down in the mud. Oh, I missed a part before he gets. Uh, See, I thought that was after he kills Linda. Yeah, it is. Because uh, there's like two nights. He goes out into the woods and is like, Linda, and then Linda jumps at him. She's yeah. all, I'm possessed. <laughs> and he doesn't fucking hesitate. He just swings a shovel and chops her head well, off. Well, I thought there was going to be this I guess longer, her, I drawn guess, out thing of him being like, Linda, are I, you still in there? I guess her, her neck is made out of tofu <laughs> exactly, because he just slices yeah. through it with I, just an average I guess shovel. whenever you're possessed by the evil dead, you your your flesh kind of turns it yeah, it turns into tofu and, and, and crackers. And yeah, so with one hit with the shovel that he just happens to have, he knocks her head off, and there's this great shot of her head rolling towards the camera, and it like smash cuts to black, and then like it smash cuts to, not even smash cut, it just like dissolves from uh, her head, like, you know, like uh, uh, obscuring the camera to black, and then... He pulls away the, the the shovel away from the camera. It's a, just a great transition mm-hmm. as he's burying the, what's left of her body. Yeah. And um, and coming to terms with his brutal murder of his beloved very <laughs> is he easily. Is crying or doing no. anything? No, he's just like burying the body. The, the most he does is he takes two sticks, ties them together, and makes like a shitty cross that yeah. falls down later yeah. too. Yeah. It's like, I'm not telling nobody about this. <laughs> no, I love this. Ooh. We're only seven <laughs> minutes into the movie too. This yeah. is the best part. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, uh, after he flies through the forest and crashes. Yeah, so that's what happens is that, that like I think he's... Then, finished yeah he wakes up in the middle of the day slightly muddy yeah well it's weird because he's burying linda's body and then he gets slammed by the spirits because he kills linda at night and i think the idea is that he spent all night digging the body because like when he gets attacked by the spirits it's day no it's it's night but uh man not that the continuity in this movie matters that much but um he gets thrown in he gets thrown in a mud puddle as regular Ash and comes out all possessed, like, Bruh! Yeah, with white and eyeballs then, and but shit, But then the yeah. sun starts to rise, and he's like, ah, ah, Which ah, I love, ah, it's a great, like, process shot of, like, it's a fake sun and, like, like matte painting clouds, mm-hmm. and there's a great shot of, as soon as his, the sun strikes his eye, it's like, suddenly a fake eye, and all the cloudy whiteness kind of, like, disappears, and you see his normal eye come back. Yeah. And you can see it, like, it's presumably the, his, the spirits possessing Ash for a minute are being driven away by the sun. Yeah. It's a great glowing orange, uh... Flintstones chewable vitamin sun it just looks it's so arch it's great so nice not you don't want to say cartoony but it just heightened reality mm. and it sets the tone for the rest of the movie it's really great yeah yeah I was like the movie wastes no time it's not even 10 minutes in and Ash has already killed mm-hmm. yeah his beloved and, and then, yeah, we've essentially that that was the the the, the climax of the original yeah. and then a spooky spooky scary skeleton's face appears on superimposed on top of the cabin and goes join us and he's like mm, nope pieces out yeah it's it, already a pretty looking cabin even without the join us yeah. face superimposed over it but yeah and he he drives away and yeah. the, but the bridge is all torn up 
And he's like, oh, no. I love how the bridge is obviously just a model. Yeah. But it is kind of creepy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, when he drives across the bridge when they're first going there, yeah. there's no fucking bridge that looks like that in the <laughs> middle of the woods. Because it's like an old steel industrial yeah. arch. Like triple arched. <laughs> With huge, like fucking pillars leading up to it yeah and especially because the the gap is only like 15 feet it's not like that like that large you wouldn't need like just there's such a giant metal structure they might as well put the golden gate bridge model up on there they figured they were going to build a model bridge that go crazy with it and i love i love that again it's the heightened reality thing where it's obviously just a fake i love how the steel girders of the bridge are kind of curled up like almost like this grasping hand and it cuts to a side shot where it's, Bruce Campbell's obviously just being superimposed into this model shot. But yeah, he's just sitting there going, no! And it's yeah. like a little blue screen. Uh, uh, <laughs> Bruce Campbell, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. But then I, this, love, I love 1980s horror movies. But then the it's sun sets really, really fast. Yeah. Uh, oh! Uh, whoa, whoa. That's one of my... I love the process shot of Atch superimposed the stock footage of the giant sun setting behind the whirling clouds. I think the same piece of footage uh, had been used from everything from The Lost Boys to Bram Stoker's Dracula to Halloween 3. I have seen that sunset in a million other Probably. movies. Yeah, except now it's sped up. But it's great because, like, it's just the sun that pulls out. He's obviously blue screen into it, but, like, Ash is making this face like, oh, yeah. yeah. So Evil wakes up again, chases him in his it car. It can't stay seepies. Yeah. Chases him in a car. He's trying to get away. He hits a stump, flies out. Should have buckled up. Again. <laughs> Oh, man, this first half hour of the movie, mm-hmm. this movie's not quite as good as everyone's been screaming about for the last 30 years. Yeah. This first half hour is goddamn near perfection. It's is a it? goddamn Looney Tunes cartoon. Everything until the random people show up is great. Mm. I liked it. You didn't? I guess I like the stuff with him by himself best. That's all I'm saying. This is the best I, part of the movie. Yeah. I was super bummed when normal people show up. I mean... By normal no, people, yeah. I mean goddamn cartoon characters, too. But, um, yeah, I love the fact that he flies out of the car. Yeah, hits a tree stump. Yeah. Is he, like, knocked out for a while? Does he just get No, he up? just gets up and runs. Runs through the woods to the cabin, through the house, knocking down the door. Oh, this is, that again, the, one of the craziest shots. Probably yeah. the craziest shot and in the whole movie. The cameraman is relentless. Yeah. Chasing him it's through It's especially crazy because it's all one shot, but they had to cut it at least twice because the interiors were shot somewhere else. And mm. so the exterior of the cabin was... There has to, oh man, and, and like, oh, I love that the interior of the cabin is about 14 times bigger than anything that could actually fit inside that, because the cabin is like the size of yeah. someone's living room, but this whole sequence, he gets chased through like 14 different rooms, like back walls, stuff, like the electrical outlet, you know, like all the, it's fucking great, yeah, and I love that he jukes out the evil spirits, yeah. he says he it just like ducks behind a door, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like a confused dog, and then just like roars backwards out of the house. I, I love that even the evil spirits are kind of stupid. Yeah, and it, it gives up super easy. It doesn't like keep looking. Yeah, it just kind of looks around and, and just goes, eh, and okay. then sucked back into the woods. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess he's nowhere around here. <laughs> uh, and then the most waspy of wasps ladies ever gets off a plane. Yeah, even got a fucking sweater tied jointly about her neck. Hey, it's mid eighties. What are you gonna do? Yeah, uh, her name is. I- Annie with her boyfriend Ed. What's my notes for her? I just call her Rando Girl Number One. Mm. Yeah, and then there's redneck. She's a wasp. There's redneck girlfriend, and there's other dude. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, four teeth McGillicuddy. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I'm Uh, assuming those must have been fake teeth. That's pretty gruesome. (laughs) Who knows? Uh, but Ed is like, how was the trip? And she was like, oh, it's totally cool. I found some pages from the Book of the Dead. So I guess there's just pages scattered. Yeah. 
She's like, has everything set up with my father at the cabin? He's like, yeah, but I haven't heard from him in a week. Cool job checking up on the (laughs) incredibly old, fragile people. Presumably he, like, lives in the neighborhood. He just drove up and checked in on them. Wasn't worried about these old people at all in the middle of the forest where animals could eat them or anything. But again, this also sets up the idea that it's only been a week since the the evil dead has been reset. Yeah. Yeah, well, but yeah. Uh, Does she say where she flew in from? She just flew in to go see her parents up in this cabin remember. or something like that. But yeah, she's got a bunch of pages, presumably ripped from that from her dad's book. For yeah. some reason, framed in a little picture frame that she's bringing with her. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know why they're not in a briefcase or, or something. something, or why she ripped the pages out, or why she the books the pages they're in like aren't a shadow box or something. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. But, but then Ash wakes up in a chair back at the cabin. Yeah. His blood, the blood on his face is still very wet. I, the blood on his face really bothered me through this because, I mean, it's obviously supposed to be like wounds, but it's not. It's, it's just syrup on. They splattered on his face. As a kid, when I saw excerpts of this movie, when I could have sat down and watched it, when I'd be like flipping through HBO or whatever, the fact that his yeah, the, bl- the all the actually even all the makeup in this movie, even even before. The main chunk of the movie starts when he's out in the woods and he's just got mud on his face. Mm-hmm. The mud on his face is so obviously just applied, like, on his cheekbones. Yeah. And it's obviously just made-up makeup. Which, again, this movie, it's a heightened reality. It's not supposed to be super realistic. But as a kid, I was like, that looks fake. Yeah. And, yeah, again, the blood makeup, because he's got, like, they and it, put these, like, blood slugs. Yeah. That I guess are supposed to be open wounds, like, just on the highlights of his both of his cheekbones that are almost perfectly symmetrical. And they don't look like open wounds. They just look like they put, They're like... They're not even multiple colors. They're just... A, yeah. Just they, red. They just put, like, red. cherry jam on his face. Yeah. And that's how he looks for the rest of the movie. And every time there's a close-up of him, I'm just like, oh, fuck it. That looks terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, what do you want? It was the 80s, but still. Especially in retrospect, like, now that I can more get into the vibe of what this movie's trying to do i can I appreciate that but yeah the makeup's still like yeah which is funny because the actual makeup effects in this movie are great but whoever was doing the actual like blood makeup just like applying it on his face every yeah. day yeah just kind of a weird aesthetic they were going yeah. for he's also got like barricades up all over the place now yeah because that keeps demons yeah, out. i guess I he's guess. boarded up the windows and stuff yeah, yeah. uh he walks around, opens a door, finds a piano playing itself, and he's like, too spooky for me. Yeah. He pulls out Linda's necklace and gets real sad all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. And you also see his deer on the wall. I knew there was a scene where deers laugh at him. Mm-hmm. I thought that was going to be that scene. I was super bummed when you it were wasn't. Not, you but were all I had to wait was like 10 minutes. But then but he yeah. runs to the window and looks outside, and then some fucking garbage <laughs> clay animation <laughs> of Linda's body starts yeah. dancing, getting out of, climbing out of her grave. Not wearing the clothes that he buried her in? Or did he get me? Was he like, I'm going to bury her, but I got to take off all her clothes first. <laughs> also, she's radically decomposed in the 12 hours that, that she's yeah, been in the dirt. I was going to mention that, but at the same time, I think that's kind of how dead I would like work. to think what happens is in the, is in the woods that the, the deadites, they can alter time. So instead of just being gone for like two weeks, it's been like two years and maybe... If altered, so technically she's kind of been in the, the ground for like god knows how many it could be years but now they speed up <laughs> i yeah but yeah uh uh also for some reason she magically comes back as a stop motion puppet yeah <laughs> and she does and she I, does it, a lengthy little dance and i don't i don't know if it even has armature because it just seems so floppy i think it's an armature but yeah it's, but it, it's actually, i think it speaks to how actually pretty good the animation is especially for a cheap ass movie like this yeah, but it's dancing and flailing around and then it leaps away with a ah! <laughs> It's so satisfied with its own performance, but I do love the gag 
where uh, she gets her own head, puts her head back on, and she's pirouetting, but her head stays in place. Mm -hmm. They make a lot, they make a pretty good meal out of the fact that they they got this lady dancer. But yeah, when she leaps away, and she kind of just fades out of the scene, too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> fucking hilarious. And it cuts to a great off-fuck oh, look on Bruce Campbell's face, because he's just watching, he's just like, Burr! and it's completely justified, because what the fuck is this going on? Yeah. yeah. But then they, um, they, she grabs him through some win- the window, and he's like, ah, and bonks his face. Oh, some of the first, this is the, some of the first good Bruce Campbell fucking himself up good mm. acting in this movie, because... Mm. Uh, he's, he's, he's fake wrestling with this puppet that's obviously not doing anything, but then he's just slamming his head against the, uh, the boards across the window, and it's just, god damn, it's, it's, it's Looney Tune shit, it's fucking great, yeah. And then he wakes up screaming in the chair. Well, yeah, you see, he's wrestling with the puppet, and suddenly they smash cut out, and he's no longer wrestling the puppet, he's just in the chair, and he's just, like, looking around, like, and I love that he's so scared that he can't even scream, I think he lets out one scream, and then he's just like... It's 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 fucking priceless, yeah. But then her head falls into his lap, and he yeah. says, "Hello, lover," and then he bites his hand. <clears throat> and this is when I, I was like, "Oh, so this is how his hand gets fucked up?" Because mm-hmm. I know his hand gets possessed later, yeah. which it's a character liability for for him for the rest of the series. But this is where she's actually because his her severed head got vampire teeth, and she bites mm-hmm. into his hand. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the next starts... five minutes is him trying to get the <laughs> hand then, off. The next five minutes is him smashing a prop head. Around, like, beating the shit pile out of driving it. it and stuff. I love the it with cr- books, crunching sound foley they drop in. Because mm. every time he's fighting with it, he's just here go crunch, crunch, crunch even more into his hand. It's just, oh, it's nice and gruesome. It was great. Then he's like, work shed. Yeah. And into the work shed where he puts the head in a clamp. Oh, there's, they make fun of the commentary because I guess they didn't have him saying work shed in the original when they shot the movie. So mm-hmm. that, that work shed line is 80 yard. And I guess they've gotten a lot of people making fun of that because it's so obviously just dropped in because he just see i don't think he i don't think he moves his lips he just kind of turns his head and you just hear the word work shed <laughs> and then he's running out to the tool shed yeah, yeah. Um, and then the head's like even now we have your darling linda's soul he's like you're going down chainsaw which i don't know how he knows there's a chainsaw in the work shed but okay yeah uh but there's no chainsaw it's not there but then linda's body bursts into the room with a chainsaw you're, uh, you you missed one of the best pieces of stupid dipshit logic in this movie. Again, yeah. the fact that there's inexplicably, for no reason, a chalk outline of where the chainsaw should be no, drawn some, onto the wall. Some people do that. Like, uh, uh, I, in retrospect, I can kind of understand why someone would do that just to say, hey, this is what, where, what goes yeah. where. But it's still just like, <laughs> it's like, looks like the chainsaw got murdered, and that, yeah. that was the murder scene. Could be, too. Um, did you notice the Freddy glove hanging over the front door? No, uh, the, but the I heard about shed? it, and yeah. read about it and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing, noticing that when I saw the scene, like, back on the like, cable back in the day. Yeah, and yeah. I guess they're watching Evil Dead and Nightmare Oh, yeah, Street it's one. a whole thing mm. about how, and then, like... Because yeah, it was and a whole in the Hill House thing. eyes. There's a jaw poster. Yeah, there's this whole circle of like tributes has... that they yeah, yeah wanted to yeah. Uh, which is weird to think. I always end up thinking <sighs> the Evil Dead Two is an earlier movie than it is, but 1987. Mm. So that means Freddy Krueger had been popular for at least three years. But yeah, yeah. anyway. But the, the, the her body comes lumping in, and it's obviously like somebody <laughs> on the ground with a pole <laughs> and, just bouncing it and, up yeah, and down. And the special features: it's a guy on it with his back on a skateboard with a puppet on a broomstick. Yeah. <laughs> just Exactly what exactly what it looks like. Uh, but 
<laughs> and he's got the chainsaw. It's, going, vroom, vroom, vroom. Yeah. it's like something from the Muppet Show. Yeah, yeah. And he hits. It swings the chainsaw, at it, but he hits it away with a crowbar, and it swings back and goes right into the its neck stump. Yeah, and starts and chopping it, it up. Sprays yeah. black blood everywhere. Gotta avoid that X rating. I didn't realize that's what it was because yeah. there's also like the uh, one of the monsters he chops up later has green blood for no reason, yeah. and because they were trying to yeah. They're trying to mix things up a little bit, but yeah. And I guess there was also a deleted scene where the Linda head vomits black blood all over him. That's why, to- right towards the end of the scene, she, she just suddenly, for no reason, has like, uh, she's dro- drooling yeah, like, black, black shit down her, mouth. her face. You know? But she, then uh, the, her head is her head again. It's not the dead eye head. Yeah, it kind of reverts back to normal. These eyes don't hurt me. Who swore we'd always be together? And he's like, no. He does. <laughs> again, overacting. <laughs> no. Yeah. And it's just that. It's a dead-eyed guy. He's like, she's mine. And now she burns yeah. in hell. And he's like, oh, I love the splash of blood on the one bare light bulb that's yeah. hanging in the in the tool shed. And, and it paints everything red. red. Yeah, all red light. And just so spooky. It's goofy. So evil. Yeah. Uh, Ash goes back to the cabin. Finds a shotgun. Why shells. he goes back to the cabin? <laughs> just uh-huh. go somewhere else. You know where you know the cabin's on. Although, I guess... Well, if he goes in the woods, it's gonna yeah, chase Yeah, I him. guess I've already established, like, whatever the evil is lives in the woods, so yeah. at least the cabin's some kind of respite, but yeah. Um, it, but then, uh, it's too spooky, a rocking chair starts rocking on its own, and I was like, oh! <laughs> no! But he goes up to it, and it's like, and touches whatever There's, like, a little weird voice, too, you hear, like, yeah, yeah, when he tries to touch it. He yeah. tries to touch it, and then the thing stops rocking, and it's spooky. Uh, and then he goes to a mirror and he's like, you're, you're fine. But then his reflection leaps out of the mirror and is like, uh, you just, I don't think so. You just cut up a girlfriend with a chainsaw. Does that sound fine to you? It's good. It's, they, that's really well set up. Cause yeah. the double acting is like really, I mean, if you're, if you, if you know what's, you, if you know what's coming up, you can tell that they, yeah. the, the mirrored performance aren't 100% close, but it's pretty close. I've seen this gag in a thousand other movies before. And the mirrored reaction acting is never quite as good as it is in this. It's actually yeah. really good. I do like they put a little bit of extra makeup on Bruce Campbell's face, the mirror version of his. Mm-hmm. Actually, at least when he jumps out through the mirror so that he looks a little more heightened, a little more gruesome than normal Bruce Campbell. Mm. Even in the split screenshot, I thought that was kind of a nice touch. Yeah, I think his eyebrows were darker. Yeah, a little arch. And I, well, I think they had a little bit into his nose and to his chin just to make him look a little, like a, just a little heightened, like mm. weird. But yeah. Then uh, his reflection starts choking him, but then uh, the scene changes slightly, and he's choking himself. <gasps> oh, no. Actually, in retrospect, I don't know if this would hold up for two hours, but I still like this, yeah. Because, <laughs> again, there's no plot. It's just the house fucking with him. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, then his hand starts turning evil in a... Good hand acting. <laughs> Good hand acting. Man's practically a puppeteer. Cause just the way he like puppets his hand and how it's just like so aggressive, and he kind of it really turns the the hand into a character in of itself. I'm glad they add a little voice, so it's like. Also, I don't know if in your research you discovered this. I didn't really look into it because yeah. I didn't care that much. He's got like <laughs> green slime on his shirt. Yeah, where'd the fuck that come from? Really? Yeah, hmm. he's got like chunky green. In this scene? Pea soup on him, yeah. Because later on there's a blood flood that they originally yeah, had with, like, no. green blood. Well, that's a good point, actually. Unless, I wonder if one of the other stunts earlier with, like, Linda or something like that, I wonder if they tried that with green blood. To also maybe to avoid the X-rating, but then the continuity got messed up or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I um, didn't even notice. Okay. Maybe he just really loves green jello. Oh, we love it so much. Yeah. Uh, um. So then 
He's like, you dirty bastard, give me back my hand. Give me back my hand. <laughs> then we meet fucking the worst character of the movie. Uh, Toothy McGillicuddy. The redneck? Yeah. This redneck does not meet them at the airport? No. Oh, okay. He, they, they are driving up to oh, the... Oh, this shows the... how completely I tuned out whenever <laughs> Ash wasn't on the screen. Uh, they're driving up to the bridge, and he's setting up a road. Okay, block. that's what it is. Okay, yeah. And they're like, is this the way to the Noby cabin? And he's like, sure, but you ain't going there. And she's like, and why not? It's like, bitch, <laughs> what's with the attitude? Have you seen the bridge? You pretty turd. He's <laughs> like, he turns on his headlights and dun, dun, dun. Yeah. The bridge is all fucked up. And she's like, there's got to be another way in. There's got to be another road. And you hear a voice. Sure right now, Rowd. And it says the gross blue eyeshadow lady spitting and making it abundantly clear she has never spit before oh, in her yeah, life. Oh, yeah, Bobby Joe. Yeah, Bobby Joe. <laughs> she spits like, I... she's supposed to spit out like some chaw, obviously. <laughs> but it's like, it, it, she doesn't know how to spit. So it just kind yeah. of dribbles down her chin like like, a, like a three-year-old trying to spit. Originally, they tried to get Holly Hunter because they were friends with Holly Hunter. Because mm. the character was actually written for Holly Hunter. Yeah. And uh, she didn't want to do it. So they had to hire Rando number two to be, yeah, the other lady in this movie. And yeah. 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 What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I guess Redneck does know that there's a trail somehow. Well, they're like, what do you want to go up there for anyway? None of your business. Could just say my dad lives there. Yeah, no, my parents. That's yeah. <laughs> my parents. I'm worried about them. Also, I haven't, they, have, they haven't talked to anyone in a week. I want to make sure they haven't been possessed by an evil monster in the fruit cellar. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, these people hate each other so much because they're from different worlds, but not nearly as much as I hate them. <laughs> Yeah, no, like you said, random people show up. I just totally like, tune out of this movie. I hate these people. I've always hated them from the first time I saw the movie. Yeah. And it's like, are, you could argue that you're supposed to hate them, so, you know, them getting killed and whatnot. But why do they have to be so terrible? Yeah. If you I, can... I mean, as Ed doesn't really have a character. Yeah. But at the same time. Like... Is that Ed the other name of the other guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the blonde guy. He has guy's no personality is... other than yeah. the fact that he's just kind of blonde in there. Yeah. Why are they here? Why did you even need other characters? Yeah. Why couldn't Ash figure it out? Man, go back in time and say, hey, save yourself some budget money. You don't have to pay other people. Just make it Ash versus Well, in the first dead. one, it was Ash, his girlfriend, their friend, and, like, that, yeah, and make another friend. Yeah, funny guy versus the, your, yeah, this is a good shit. Go back. I need to re-edit this movie so as soon as he cuts his hand off, the cabin explodes, and that's just the end. Yeah, and then he's yeah. like, I just remembered there's another path there. We'll take you there for 45 and she elbowed him at 100 yeah. bucks. She's like, take my bag, and you got a deal. And he looks in the back seat and only sees a little bag. He's like, oh, sure. <laughs> he doesn't know that she has a big bag in the trunk. <laughs> um, <sighs> Ash tries to drown his hand in a sink. Uh-huh. Shockingly, since hands don't have to breathe, <laughs> that doesn't work. That's well, the joke, not gif. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, it starts beating him up. It starts it's grabbing like, plates, grabbing smashing plates, him in the face, him. punching him in the face. Yeah, he. The, the Which I don't just, understand. It's just his hand that's possessed. It's not the whole arm. Yeah, he should have control over his arm. Is this after you already see that? Like, like you see the little bit of animation of yeah. the infection spreading yeah. in his hand. Yeah, you would wonder at least of where the infection starts or like, yeah, what's well, going on. Well, he cuts it exactly. off at the wrist, so it's just his hand. Yeah, but it can still control his whole arm. It's that's weird. actually you know that's actually a good point because the hand by itself, and if if it has no control over his body beyond the wrist. And the only thing it could do is kind of throw its weight around. It yeah. wouldn't be able to, like, grab a plate, grab and, a plate and smash it. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> he 
should write a physics paper on this film. No, that's a good point. Actually, you've totally take you've done. This I have film made in this. My eyes. I, I made this movie unrealistic. I'm sorry. Yeah, you've broken it. <laughs> you took a crash and just. I hope it. somebody got fired for that. Goof. <laughs> but yeah, so but the hand does. Uh, it knock. Eventually, it knocks, knocks him out. out. But yeah, starts, just. I mean, this is Chaplin. We watched some Charlie Chaplin movies on this shit. This is right up there with Charlie Chaplin. When he's on the floor and he's like half uh, already half conscious and he's still grabbing plates and just smashing them on his head, it's fucking thumbs up, man. Some of the best physical acting I've ever seen. Mm. Not in a horror movie, but a movie in general. And just to think Bruce Campbell's some <laughs> random asshole from out of nowhere. No, like, classical physical training. I won't argue that it's good. It's just a scotch over the top. Just you a scotch, yeah. You think. <laughs> You really gotta, you know, you gotta, uh, you gotta be like, okay, I'll accept this because it is the old Which is funny because as a kid, that's what drove me. What's why I thought this movie was stupid. Yeah. But now that I'm older, I can appreciate like just how See, stupid you're trying to be with this movie. I had the opposite reaction where I liked it when I was younger, and watching it this time, I'm kind of like, eh. See, eh, I, eh. I guess I was more of a movie snob when I was a kid. Mm. At least a horror movie snob. And I was just like, yeah. Well, especially like even when Linda first shows up, when she first gets uh, possessed, she's all just like, ah, <laughs> she sounds like an, your grandma laughing at Golden Girls. It's not like scary funny. But now I can appreciate how like my grandma I, didn't watch Golden Girls and cackle. I watched Golden Girls. <laughs> Golden Girls is this shit. I'm not besmirching <laughs> Golden Girls, but I'm just saying, like the monsters as a kid never struck. I mean, it's like I was then again as a kid, I watched The Exorcist and freaked out my parents by laughing at it the whole time. <laughs> So I had a weird idea yeah. of what was funny and what wasn't as a kid. And to me, as a kid, this is trying to be funny in the way that Exorcist actually was. Mm. I thought this was a pretender to the crown. Now, like I said, now I'm older. I've seen some Marx Brothers movies. Well, I'll see more Marx Brothers movies soon. Oh. That's a rubber. But I, I don't know. Now I, I can appreciate what they're now. Now that I've seen so many other actual truly awful shitty horror movies that mm. try to be funny. Yeah. This actually kind of like, a, yeah, I, I can appreciate the real thing now. So the hand starts dragging itself across the floor. Again, the physical acting hand. when, like, he's, like, grasping and then, like, pulling himself along by his own I fucking hand. I did that hand. so much as a little kid. But I, I love that they actually make that a movie thing. Yeah. I, you know what he's and doing. And there's probably somebody standing behind him kind of pushing it on the That's probably more likely, but it still just looks great. <laughs> I love, like, the... The point of view shots of the hand going towards the, the butcher knife, oh, <laughs> and you can oh, see they make oh. a character thing out of yeah. like you can tell what it's trying to do. Like it's the, the hand has its own like character. It somehow it has a voice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking hilarious. Pulling itself towards a butcher knife, but right big as ass about, cartoon yeah. butcher knife. Too, right as yeah. about to reach it, Ash stabs his own hand. Is like, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, who's having you? It's Who's a really good stab. Now? I guess they went out of their way to make sure it was a gelatin hand, so it looked as fleshy and like wibbly as real life. Like mm. they didn't want to do a foam latex skin; it would look like rubber. Yeah. And so, yeah, they wanted to shock you when you see that knife goes into the hand and it like starts pumping blood out and everything. And it looked really good. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, that's what but he, the, he yeah. gets the chainsaw out and saws it off. Blood flies all over his. Face. So I guess he did recover the chainsaw from Linda's body. Then I guess. Yeah. He must have brought it back with him from the from the tool shed. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and he cuts it off, and then he grabs... Is this the same scene, or do they cut back to the randos again? Yeah, they're just walking through the woods. <sighs> and Jake, Jake, the toothy guy, he has to carry the large trunk. Oh, how wacky! Redneck guy actually has a name? Yeah, it's Jake. Shocked, because he's such a cartoon... <laughs> man, if I were Redneck watching this movie, I'd be like, man, fuck you. This is some, like, Redneck blackface shit going on here. <laughs> Guy's got three teeth and overalls and... Baba Joe! But yeah. But then Ash, Trav, we're back in the cabin. Ash puts his hand in, like, a... 
some kind of container and covers it with books. Yeah, and puts a bucket over it. One of the books <laughs> is Farewell to Arms. Again, <laughs> 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 it's such a dad joke. <laughs> it's I again. I just as a kid, I would have like you're trying too hard. But now as an adult, for some reason, I'm like, okay, I, yeah, you, you I'll, I'll roll with it. It's cool. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm down. But then he turns his back to it and it manages to get away. Yeah. Who could have? Who would have expected a flimsy tin can with a bunch of books on top of wouldn't hold a hand? And it turns out this is Thing's origin story from the Adams family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he gets out of the cabin, and... uh, but yeah. But then he grabs the shotgun and tries to stalk it. It skitters into the wall. This one actually really does kind of turn into Looney because this is some Sylvester, yeah. Sylvester the Cat versus Tweety Bird shit going uh, on here. It gets caught in a mousetrap and he doesn't shoot it, even he though just it's just hanging out it? there. Yeah, so it flips him off. <laughs> Uh, he shoots the wall a couple times and blood starts to drip out. He's like, gotcha, didn't I, you sucker? And then, uh, more blood drips out and then whoosh, a whole torrent of blood f- flying out of all the holes he's yeah. had shot. I guess this was the last shot of the film because this, they knew this was going to ruin the whole cabin set. And they also did an alter- uh, alternate take of this with green and yellow blood. Yeah. Again, trying to, in case yeah. they had to cut it out and or alter it in order to mm-hmm. avoid an X rating, which I guess... For some reason, they didn't have to do with this scene, but some of the other ones they did. Uh, I guess this is so cartoon. You don't see the blood actually coming out of a wound, but it's suggested that he does shoot the hand, and for some reason, shooting the hand causes the yeah, literally like a fucking flood of blood yeah. coming out of the wall at him. Um, I do love there's a, a great moment, totally accidental, but there's a fly that lands on the stump of his hand as he's trying to shoot the hand. Mm. It just like, because you think that the fly would be attracted to where the blood is, and it's a total accident, you know. It's, What's that smell? I just thought that it's was blood. Kind of, Did you see this thing because a fly landed on Hillary Clinton's face at the last presidential election? That uh, we're not. T- a bunch of religious people are th- no. assuming that means that's proof that she's actually a demon. No. <laughs> just throw that out there. We're trying. I. <laughs> Why I, I, I like. Think of that? I like that we try to keep this <laughs> shit on top. I thought it was great. <laughs> It's been a week of flies landing on things and me going, whoa, what is that? Is it's a Bruce, devil! Is Bruce Campbell actually a demon? <laughs> yes. Um, so then the blood stops. It I'm all sorry. gets sucked back in. He tries to kill. It's not a shotgun. It's a boomstick. It's, he doesn't call it a boomstick in this movie. This is the prequel. This is how he shows it, how it becomes. This is like the Phantom yeah, Menace of Yeah, but he's not calling it a boomstick. I'm so you can't correct me and say, you know it's called it a boomstick. He hasn't even made it a sawed-off <laughs> shotgun yet. Which That's is actually a good point, actually, yeah. So fuck you. <laughs> uh, I understand. Uh, it kind of bothers me that he's constantly getting, people are constantly getting sprayed with blood in this movie. And it winds up as being a little splatter on, like, their shoulder or something. It's like, you got drenched in blood. Yeah. It should be all over. You should be coated in it. <laughs> they, they mentioned in the commentary a couple times. It just con because they filmed the movie out of continuity. They couldn't yeah. predict exactly how bloody they would be from scene to scene. But also, really, with all the blood they use in this movie, everyone should be soaked from head to toe. I essentially from the midpoint point of the movie on, and that would just be uncomfortable to film. So yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, because but... this movie was the epitome of comfort <laughs> for Bruce Campbell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you don't want to make it any worse. You barely got through it as it is. Yes. Yeah. He sits down in a chair. It breaks, and then the deer head starts laughing at him. This is again. This is one of the other scenes I had seen. I remember. Yeah. yeah. I was just uh, waiting for it to followed happen. Followed by a lamp laughing at him. Books laughing at him. Everything's laughing at him. It's like an episode of Pee Wee's fucking Playhouse up in here. It really does. Yeah, because it's the entire... Actually, from just from a set construction point of view, that's actually pretty... Because the whole set, everything in the set is dancing around and however they construct that set so everyone can puppeteer, like, the cabinet doors and... 
the lamp. The fact that they, they, the lamp is done well enough, you could actually say the lamp is laughing at him. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Because it starts I bouncing like... up and down, and he, then he starts bouncing up and down, I too. Because I like he's along for the ride, for the, at least for the first couple minutes where, yeah, he's doing like this weird kind of squat dance along with the lamp. And then it gradually it turns from him laughing to him just screaming. Um, again, a great, just, you know, Bruce Campbell just earning his paycheck left and right on the, on the goddamn uh, movie. Um, but then he hears a noise, and he shoots. And uh, some lady's like, ah! Well, everything starts laughing, and then he hears a noise at the front door. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah. Did you say it stop laughing? It, but like well, in I didn't real... say stop laughing, but that, but, that yeah. was implied. It's kind of alarming, because you don't know what's going on. Mm. But yeah. Presumably what has is happening is... Was it Bobby Joe? Is the one who gets shot? Yeah. Yeah, she's knocking on the door, I guess, or something. But that's when the critter stopped. Yeah, he moving. wins it, and Ed and Jake beat up Ash, and there's stuff, the plot stuff that happens. Yeah. That my only note is, yeah, oh great, the random bunch of assholes again. And uh, you know, that's Bobby Joe got winged, and that's what she gets for having such shitty eyeshadow. She got like one little pellet in her shoulder and that's it she yeah. didn't really get banged up that bad but yeah fucking redneck guy f- loses his shit and is he the one who tries to chuck ash into the basement i think i the, he, well i think ash the other, gets chucked in well the, the daughter rando number lady number one she's she thinks ash may have killed her parents because yeah. she sees the blood everywhere and she sees that her parents aren't around so she assumes yeah. the worst and so they as a unit collectively decide to throw uh, chuck ash into the yeah. basement until they can figure out what to do next yeah. yeah and then annie turns on a tape recorder and then her dad starts talking. It's only been a few hours since I read the passages of the book yeah. of the dead. And now I worry that my wife has become host to a Canadarian demon. Canadian demon. A Canadian demon. She just keeps apologizing for everything. Oh, look about the... Uh, may God forgive me for what I have unleashed Dan upon Aykroyd. this earth. Uh, Dan Aykroyd. He's Canadian. Oh, I was like, what was that guy doing? <laughs> oh, Dan Aykroyd, the only Canadian we are, we know of. But yeah, Ash is, he's just, oh, he takes a hell of a tumble when he gets thrown down the steps, too. Because yeah. he, like, it's obviously, they had to have cut to a, a fucking stunt guy. Because the stunt that he does, he, like, lands on his head on the steps and rolls Hard down. To with him, man. Yeah. I, well, this movie, it seems like, like, I think in the commentary, even Bruce uh, Campbell himself says he only really let the... The uh the stunt guy like do two shots in the movie and the fall down the steps yeah. is one of them. Um, but yeah, so Bruce Campbell's in the basement, kind of like he can hear them playing the yeah. record play or the the boombox upstairs. The boombox. I call it, I <laughs> I cannot think of tape recorder, so I get the and my so then, it's always boombox. So then Annie throws a boombox <laughs> up on her shoulder, listening to her dad um, last night. Harry had to try to kill me, and she's like, "These are sick beats, yo." Radio Raheem comes in play, playing "Fight the Power." Yeah. Um, she's yeah. like, last night Harriet tried to kill me, Annie. No bueno, no bueno. That's right, her name's Annie, yeah. Yeah, now she's dead. I couldn't bring myself to dismember her, so I took her downstairs and buried her. Oh no, that's where Ash is. Yeah, Ash is kind of looking around, of course. He's looking around, and suddenly, as soon as the tape recorder says, I buried her in the fruit cellar. Yeah, monster. <laughs> yeah, she pops up and she screams, and as Ash screams as well. And I like to think that the monster was just sitting there and being like, "Oh, here comes a part of the tape recorder. Here comes a part of the tape recorder." A boogity boogity. Well, it also shows up when it first pops out. It's 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 stop motion because there's worms coming out of like yeah. the animated worms coming out of its head, and suddenly it cuts again to it's it's uh, Sam Raimi's brother Ted Raimi yeah. in this goddamn fat Henrietta monster suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's obviously just a dude makeup going, yeah. I'm a monster. <laughs> and, and Jake's like, what the hell with that? Yeah. Somebody's down there with him. 
Uh, and then Henrietta's like, Someone is down in my fruit cellar. Someone with a French soul. The, the, the voice of Henrietta is pretty great because yeah. she's constantly talking about, I want a French soul. Yeah, she's like, Let me out. Something's down here with me. I'll smile your soul. And then it turns into like a clay animation monster. Yeah. Uh, but Ash runs back up to try to no, knock open the, the fruit cellar they're door. They're trying to unlock it. Yeah, because he's like, get me out of here, get me out of here. Somebody grabs him by the head and pulls him out. Yeah, and it turns out um, to be a uh, redneck guy. Yeah. Yeah. But then the puppet grabs his foot and bites his shoe. Does it bite? It, it bites. It bites a uh, fucking blonde guy's shoe. This, yeah. That's why he turns, right? I guess. Because you can't quite tell. He just yeah. bites a nondescript shoe. Yeah. And I thought it was actually. I thought it was. I thought it was actually Ash for a second. I was like, is Ash's foot get haunted now or what? Uh, but yeah. But then Ash jumps on the cellar door. <laughs> this is actually one of my favorite shots of the whole movie. <laughs> Causing yeah. the eyeball of the thing to pop out and say, oh, chicken! Chicken's so done! Every time I come over, you have a chicken done. <laughs> uh, that's just saying, uh, Amazon telling me that Jane Eyre is coming to the house. Yeah. Which uh, has actually been suggested to me as a possible uh, future episode of the point of Tardy of the Party podcast. No. You want to lie this from Jane Eyre? You said oh i might do that nobody suggested you do it for the podcast you're just like well, I'm maybe just i'll do that but yeah no so the, uh, bruce campbell is hopping up and down like a little kid just really just trying to smash the shit out of that head and stuck in the door yeah yeah, yeah but the eyeball on, on harry the other part pops out and sails across the room and goes in Bobby Joe's screaming maw. Yeah, I love how it's flying across the room. You can totally see that the veins are just painted on. It's just a ping pong well, ball with like I didn't painted really on it poster paint the, the veins. The version I watched this time, but I distinctly remember seeing the wire. Yeah, it's as it sailed across that yeah. they were holding it up with. Um. Yeah. So yeah, Bobby Joe ends up slurping down an eyeball by accident. Yeah. That doesn't have any adverse effect. She doesn't start changing as a result of that or anything, does she? Because mm. you think swallowing a demon eyeball would fuck her up but yeah, and she gets grossed out like, obviously but yeah it's not like it's a hand <laughs> um <coughs> but they managed to lock the cellar door back up and that's the end of that scene and then ash everybody's cool with ash now and he yeah, throws another log yeah. on the fire and he's like there's something out there that witch in the cellar is only part of it it lives out in those woods something has come back from the dead Bobby Joe freaks out and is like, hey, he leave. He's like, nobody leaves until dawn. Uh, and then Annie's mother, who is Henrietta, is singing from the basement. Uh, oh, she's singing all nicely, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I remember when you were burned, it was snowing, which was weird. It was September 2nd. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Annie goes to free her, but then Ash touches her shoulder and is like, that is yeah. one of the legitimately disquieting moments in the mm-hmm. movie where it's like that's I, I, it's a legitimately kind of like Ooh, that's that's mm-hmm. not that's a that's a mean power play as mm-hmm. I'm saying yeah uh, I do I appreciate the Annie and he totally sees through its ruse there's not even a moment of there's a moment where she's like mom well but, Ash has to stop her he's like no but and she still turns like, around and says that's, that's not thing, my mother yeah that thing in the sailor is not my mother uh and also she's smarter than most characters the, in that when, situation would be in other horror when movies the, when the mother is like propping the door open to look up from the cellar <laughs> could totally squeeze through that opening that opening is <laughs> fucking huge yeah well we already established that when you become a deadite you turn into tofu so she wasn't that far she could just squeeze herself through but yeah but then surprise deadite ed <laughs> <laughs> really 
really is. That's the whole part. Uh, yeah. And he just kind of... He just gets silly monster face and kind of waggles <laughs> yeah. around. Yeah. He floats there twitching in the middle. He's like, we are the things that once were and shall be again. We want what you have live. Dead by dawn. Dead by dawn. Dead by dawn. Dead by dawn. Yeah. Ed bites Bobby Joe's hair and eats <laughs> it. Eats it, slurps it down. <laughs> Which, I mean, really, he could have done a lot worse. I've... Just, I feel bad because they said they put this super elaborate makeup on the guy playing, was it Ed? Yeah. That they, like, not only did they give him multiple sets of teeth inside the, the prosthetic, but they actually put extra sets of teeth inside his mouth so he couldn't even close his mouth. Mm. Even when they were not shooting because they wanted to make it hard to discern where his real mouth ended and where the fake mouths uh, stopped. Yeah. And, uh, and the fact that they had him also wolfing down hair, <laughs> just like, yeah, uh, it's, it's, yeah, so Bobby here, so Bobby Joe... She gets her hair at, and yeah, then she, she and runs out of the house, right? No. No. Uh, Ed throws Jake into the ceiling and breaks a light bulb with his head. Oh, yeah. Comedy. Um, I thought they were going to do a thing where his head was going like, to get like impaled on the glass or mm. something like that, but no. And then Ash runs light. away, and Annie's like, where are you going? Help us, you filthy coward. Yeah. Uh, and then Ed just starts to try to open the cellar to let... Oh, yeah, let Henry in. Henry in, but Ax... Ash comes back in with an axe, which I don't know where he thought, whatever. Yeah, but that's, he has the chainsaw right there. That'd even yeah, be better. Starts but... hacking at a part, spraying green goo everywhere. Yeah, this is where I thought it was kind of weird that they though, suddenly diverted a green though goo. most of it vanishes once the scene is over. Yeah. Uh, also, there's a, a lengthy deleted scene where they actually hack Ed's po- body into pieces, and all the pieces are still alive and running around chasing everybody. Mm. Yeah. And it's, they actually cut his head in half, and two halves of his head are, like, writhing around. Still going around. But, yeah, I guess uh, in order, that's one of the things they had to cut to in order to avoid the X-rating. Uh, so, yeah. And the four survivors huddled together looking sad. Yeah. And later, uh, Jake's looking out the window. He's like, that's funny. The trailer we come in on. Well, it ain't just no there no more. Like the woods done swallowed it up. And then the clock stops moving and everything's so quiet. I didn't even notice that. And then yeah. there's loud noises. Loud noises everywhere. And just, Man, I totally blanked just, this out. Yeah. Well, there's just a scene of like, oh yeah, sound that, like, swooshing around and them looking yeah. left and right and up <laughs> and down and everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Uh, with various lens filters on the camera. Yeah, it's all distorted and like, yeah. it's all Willy Wonka's fucking. Yeah. And somebody's like, something is trying Wonka to force team, its yeah, way into our world. And then a door creaks open and. Ash is like, well, I'll go investigate together. And why? Just stay in that fucking room. Why do you have to go investigate? Also, again, the cabin should be small enough. There's not really much room to investigate. Either, like, in the main room of the cabin or not. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, but Jake's like, hell no, you're the curious one. Uh, so Annie grabs an old tiny lamp. And is like, I'll go with you. Man, I totally don't remember this. They go- I watched it twice in the last 24 <laughs> hours. And they go into the bedroom. And shit starts rumbling and shaking. And Jake and Bobby Joe come in at some Uh And then Annie's dad shows up with his oh, face all painted. Oh, yeah. And his face, I, I, I'm good at it. It looks I'm, like something from a silent film. Well, I'm just going to guess that they kind of tried to paint it like that quick little frame in Poltergeist. Not Poltergeist. Um, the Exorcist. You know that face with the yeah. white man, fa- paint showed up? Yeah, because it's all like white makeup with like black shadows and yeah, stuff. And, very yeah. harsh. He's like... And she's like, Dad? And he's like, Annie, there's a dark spirit that wants to destroy you. Your salvation lies there. 
Turn those pages <laughs> of the book. Yeah, I guess you just happened to put the pages, the framed pages, on like a pedestal. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess maybe He's where like, the lamp was. Save yeah. my soul and your own mind. Yeah. And Bobby Joe's like, Jake, you're holding my hand too tight. And he's like, baby. Oh, yeah. I ain't holding your hand. It's <laughs> one man radio play of these movies. <laughs> and Ash, it's Ash's hand, and she freaks out. Is and... it actually? Because it is a severed hand. Yeah. But it's lengthy. Because I always thought Ash's hand was just like up to the wrist, but it's like a little big chunk of the arm. Too. I guess it could be what's his name's hand. Well, wait. Oh, Ed. Ed's, but Ed, in retrospect, it's, it's probably, just a hand. Yeah, it's a hand. Uh, There's enough dead people in this movie already. It could be multiple people's body parts. And then she freaks out, knocks <clears> over the lantern, and everything's dark, even though there's lights everywhere yeah. in this place that In are fact, wrong. actually, every time you see the cabin from the outside, it's just like blazing lights yeah. coming, streaming out into the fog. Yeah, God yeah. rays come, so uh, she, from the house. She just goes screaming out into the woods, you know, like a fucking idiot. Because mm-hmm. that's where the evil is. Uh, and then a tree is like, Oogie boogie! <laughs> and she's like, ah! And then vines start wrapping around her. She gets drug away. Again, this is kind of weird because... the stuntman covering his face so you can't <laughs> tell that it's a dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, in, in the first Evil Dead, this happens. And although that is more specifically a sexual assault, this is yeah. more just the tree just coming out and just like just taking her away. Well, it just does. It, she gets drugged, and you can see like vines going on. They actually impale into her yeah. face, which I don't think that happened in the first movie. That's more. But you can see grotesque. like she. The camera implies like it gets swept towards a tree, and it implies she gets eaten by the tree. Or I guess. something like that. I wonder if there was more. She never to comes this. back. Yeah, because yeah, she, yeah, she never even comes back in Deadite form or anything, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and then later. Jake is looking out of the window. Like, hey, where the hell is she? Uh, and Ash and Annie are getting the pages of the book, and they're breaking the case of spoosh or whatever. Yeah. We gotta go look for her. And Ash, like, if she went out in those woods, you could forget about her. And they're looking at the pages, and they're like, "What's that drawing?" And it's it's Ash holding in 1300 A.D. This man is said to have vanquished evil. Hey, they say he fell from the sky. I do like how hard they were already committed to the evil, the, the army of darkness yeah. situation. And Ash is like, yeah. he didn't do a very good job. <laughs> I like he doesn't even recognize because it's a dude dressed just like him, except yeah. one of his sleeves is ripped off with holding a chainsaw. Yeah. yeah. There's two parts to the spell. The first part will make <laughs> the evil flesh, and the second passage will make a big-ass vortex. It'll suck it away to, I don't know, Something, something, yeah. But then Jake points the shotgun at them and is like, we're going to know where's fine Baba Joe. Did I mention my character is terrible? This is my note right here. This movie is doing pretty well until these random assholes showed up. A lot of, uh, well, there's even more melodrama coming up. But just like, man, it had so so much momentum when it was just Ash and the monsters. And now, like, well, it's good sight. I mean, I know the guy's supposed to be a dipshit, so but it's just like, like, it's not interesting. Well, he grabs the pages and, like, your mumbo jumbo bullshit. Yeah, and it's just like, and oh, throws man. them into the cellar. And I, always, I have a huge issue with characters like this that have seen weird, crazy shit happen right in front of their face in any movie this exactly, happens in. Yeah. And are like, oh, you're crazy religious mumbo jumbo, or you're demons, or you're aliens, or whatever. And it's like, fucker, you saw it happen. Yeah. No, Have you not no been paying attention to everything else? No human being would act like this in the real world. They wouldn't be like, oh, you're mumbo jumbo. And the way they excuse it, he's a dumb redneck, so he, he doesn't know any better. But still, human nature A human would, being would be like, 
get that spell going so we can go out and look for her in the woods. Yeah, not, exactly. We're going out there well, right Especially now. you got multiple people. He can go out with Ash and look in the woods while Annie's working on the spell or something like that. But yeah, yeah it just, it, it, that's, that's, this is where the movie starts losing steam for me. It drives me fucking bananas. Yeah, it's, I hate and, it. I and hate it. I hate it. He, it's just, he's just being stupid because the plot needs him to and it's not fun to watch. It's just annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. So they go outside and this shit looks evil. Miniature trees swinging <laughs> in the wind. I guess they did put out a bunch of like fake foam rubber trees that uh the behind the scenes footage, like it sounds like they were supposed to do a lot more, like there's faces carved into them, they can yeah. dance around and like emote and like eat people. In the final movie they just kinda of sit in there. I guess maybe yeah. there was more with the Bobby Joe stuff, I guess maybe. Uh, yeah. But there's actually like no trail, where to now? Bobby Joe is Fuck yeah. Again, yeah. Cements just, me how much I hate this, him. I hate this guy worse in this row. movie than I even hate fucking Kate Capshaw and Indiana Jones and the Devil mm. Doom. Even though he's only in the movie for 15 minutes, yeah. but it's still just like, oh. It's a much more specifically grating 15 minutes. He walks in front of both of them and starts screaming, Bobby Joe! And at this point, Ash should have just walked up and fucking yeah, fisted him in the head. He is very knocked his ass tangibly over. threatening their existence at this point. And he's yeah. in, he doesn't have the gun on them. He could just walk up behind him and cold cock him in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. Fucking yeah. hell. But instead, Ash is like, turns around and is like, stop or you're going to get us killed. And the guy like hits Ash and knocks him over. Yeah. Um, and then Ash pops up possessed again. He's like, bleh. And Annie runs inside. Yeah, it's not really. He grabs a bone dagger. Does 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 Redneck guy knock out Ash? Because I think well, it's insinuated that he, he whenever like, Ash is unconscious, that's when they can kind of get into Ash or something like. Well, that. Well, there yeah. had been a coming yeah. towards him as he screamed, "Father, no!" I am kind of com- uh, surprised at how often uh, he ends up uh, possessed in this film. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Annie runs back inside, grab Bone Dagger. She looks around, ready for a stabbing. Mm-hmm. Uh, a door handle starts to jiggle and rattle. So this is the Bone Dagger that that was found with the uh, with the with the Book of the Dead, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Uh, and as it starts to open, she stabs Jake in the gut, which really is too good for him. Yeah. <laughs> And also, another thing. I like it's it, presented as this big a, shocking this moment. This is the only movie it happens in. But who walks up to a door handle and like? Like, click, 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 clicks the door handle a bunch of times before turning it and opening the door. Yeah, it's kind of a lame jump scare. It's like Not even fun- jump scare, but like kind of a threatening, like, yeah, like, it's what are you like doing somebody here? trying to open a door handle with fucking Edward Fort Paul playing Edward Forty hands. <laughs> Although I guess if. <laughs> Although I guess if anyone's going to be that stupid, it would be this dipshit character. But yeah. still, it's just, this guy gets what he deserves. Let's put it that way. Yeah, but then... Uh, sorry, I'm just opening up a condom. <laughs> Gross. Uh, but then, um... Uh, Ash starts coming at them. Uh, so she's got to pull Jake inside because he's blocking the door. Yeah. Uh, Wait, Jake? Oh, that's the name of the redneck. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> like I'm completely not invested in these and characters. She shuts the door. That'll yeah. that'll hold him. Uh, she screams some while Ash pounds on the door, and then the pounding stops. Uh, she pulls the dagger out of Jake's gut, and he whines and bitches the entire time. She's dragging him back to the, yeah. the main living room. She yells at him to shut up. What we're all thinking. I would have just been like, fuck, peace out. I have fun laying on the floor bleeding this to death. This did make me really feel bad for Annie, because Annie at least is vaguely sympathetic, even yeah. though, like, she's boring. But, like, I was kind of like, oh, man, that's fucked up, because, like, it's... I, despite all the horror movies I've seen, I haven't seen too many horror movies where 
one of the good people actually accidentally kills another person, is tricked into killing another innocent mm-hmm. person. And I thought this, I mean, granted, he ends up actually being killed by the monsters. Yeah. So her her, her moral dilemma and, here is, is very short-lived, but I thought it was kind of an interesting dynamic. Considering how much this movie loves blood, he doesn't bleed very much. No, he just gets stabbed in the chest, and he's still breathing, and he's around for a while. Like, yeah, I, you'd think it'd be more of a, they'd make more of a meal out of it, but no, yeah. yeah. She pulls him to the living room and is like, here, you stay here, right next to the cellar door where the monster is. Uh, and he gets, <laughs> yeah. he gets his upper body pulled into the cellar door and blood is spraying everywhere, proving that it is wide enough for Henrietta to escape because That's of this like fat ass yeah, can yeah. pulled down through there. Yeah. He's, um, he's a bean shaped motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, yeah, is I guess presumably he explodes or something happens. Cause like it's again, another flood of blood just yeah. comes bursting out of that uh, cellar door. Uh, yeah. And I, this is another thing too, where she's obviously drenched in blood and then it cuts. She gets up. She's got like a little blood on her shirt, and that's yeah. like uh, like 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 some ketchup stains, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Then Ash shows up and throws her across the room, but then he sees the necklace, the twelve dollar necklace he got for his girlfriend, and he gets <laughs> monster sad. Yeah, his uh... his eye twitches, and he's like, <laughs> and then Porque screams i do appreciate that like again because true love will save the day i do i it's corny as shit but i do appreciate the fact that even if you're possessed by the evil dead you might be able to come back if you could just remember the memories of your dead girlfriend linda long enough yeah don't she she took this magnifying glass and the fact that it's a crackerjack magnifying glass that brings him back she looked at my dick and said finally (laughs) it's big enough i want to suck your grain of rice uh yeah but then uh, Annie attacks him with an axe, and he's like, I'm all right. That thing is gone. And she swings at him again, and she's like, damn it, I'm all right. She's and justified. Can't, yeah, can't really and blame her. Because ki- she's already seen that they can pretend to be normal again. Yeah, yeah so and I'm actually kind of surprised she ever stops trying yeah. to kill him. She's like, maybe you are, but for how long? If we're going to beat this thing, we need those pages. Uh, boom, boom, boom. So he's like, then let's go head down into the cellar and carve us a witch. Again, you see a little glimmer of future Ash poking up here a little bit. Well, this is when he starts getting, like... uh, I guess he's fed up now, so he starts getting more, like... Yeah. This is what Ash Or aggressive, or... Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I, he kind of changes from a pathetic, goofy character to kind of a kind of badass kind of goofy character. I have to admit, I prefer pathetic Goofy. I prefer Ash, well, un, un, unbaked Ash is, at the beginning of this movie. This is too. something yeah, baby. the 80s did really well that people don't do anymore. Like this, mm-hmm. Die Hard, Indiana Jones. Oh, sympathetic fucked not, up not, characters? Not so much that. Just people who are competent but aren't competent vulnerable. at the same time and yeah. are kind of like get punched in the face a bunch and grounded and vulnerable aren't co- constantly badasses like yeah from the get-go yeah. yeah and that makes them more human and then people are really like them yeah now everyone's it's not be like wayne johnson it's not right like from the born get-go. identity where they just do everything amazing all the time sometimes these guys just fuck up and and make mistakes and yeah. that makes them even though, lovable even though bruce campbell looks like superman yeah. at least in the face he looks like clark Kent at least but yeah at least he does present at the beginning of this movie present him being kind of like he, he's a galoot he's a goofus yeah and it definitely does seem like bad ash ass ash is more of an affectation than anything yeah. else but yeah so, I, I i should i should rewatch army of darkness this week just to see how 
that follows up with with this. It's, I liked it a lot. I remember there's a lot of CGI skeletons in, in that movie. Not CGI, stop Play, motion yeah. skeletons. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. so going outside. Speaking of future Ash, going outside is a no-no. Yeah. Unless it's to go to the tool shed, because I guess the path to the tool shed is blessed. I also, to be fair, the tool shed is literally about ten and a half feet yeah. away from the front door of the the cabin. Yeah. So they have it going to the the tool shed and bum 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 bum. Sweet eighteen montage. Does he has he already lost the sleeve on his shirt or is that later? Because uh, regardless, know. yeah, he and Annie work on. They build him a bunch of shoulder straps. They build him this whole arm-mounted rig for the uh, yeah, for so the chainsaw that can mount it on his arm. Yeah, I do love that they actually put the uh, the pull chain. They create like a little chest attachment so he could like hook it to his chest and just like rev the engine just by like like just like extending his arm with the chainsaw. Mm-hmm. And then he uh, he uses the chainsaw to cut off uh, the the front end of the shotgun. So he's got a sawed-off shotgun now mm-hmm. and. Yeah, then he even does... though it's I don't <laughs> yeah it's not the chainsaws aren't really made for cutting through metal but okay <laughs> exactly, yeah well you know they were also not made for cutting through and then he's and like too. he holds up the chainsaw he's yeah like, he or whirls the it around like uh, Schwarzenegger and uh, Terminator too yeah. yeah groovy and thus a phrase Duke Nukem would steal and co- oh, and and call his own is born I think that's one of the things that retroactively kind of makes Ash seem like even a dumber character is because. Other people have tried to rip off this whole kind of character shtick, and yeah. especially Duke Nukem. I mean, I'm I'm glad I knew about this character and like all these characters that Duke Nukem was ripping off before playing the Duke Nukem games. It is horrifying to go online and see people going, "Oh, this is where Duke Nukem stuff came from," and mm. I'm like, "Oh my god!" And or people, I've actually seen people online accuse. Like, they, they'll watch something, and they think they're ripping off the Duke Nukem games when they yeah. see something like this, and I'm like, oh my god, you fucking idiot. But like, a tree yeah. starts to stand up and move. <laughs> yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, this is one of the... Oh, all the trees start to stand up and move, yeah. eventually. Eventually. Yeah, I do like this. This is like Lord of the Rings, but worse. Yeah. But eviler, yeah. So they saw the cellar door open. Fuck trees. Fucking they trees. They can be scary. Such bullshit. This is, these are the trees. When they were throwing their apples at Dorothy, I was like, no! <laughs> this is true. Okay, okay, the, the movies are the three evilest trees. This, Wizard of Oz, and Poltergeist. Have you seen the original Poltergeist? Yeah. Trees can't be trusted. Fuck Lord of the Rings and this, or Ents are old and wise. No fucking trees will fuck you up if they get a chance. Mm. Fuck nature. <laughs> three out of however many movies. <laughs> Throughout history. Where trees have been presented benevolently. Yeah. Fuck the learning tree. <laughs> Fuck all those trees. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah, no, they're, they're a bunch of... They're, they're coming from Mexico. They're not bringing their best. Now, remember how I scolded you <laughs> earlier in this exact same episode? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. We're getting a real uh, close to election season. Uh, yeah. So he wanders around the cellar, collecting various pages that got spread out all over the place. Did they ever make an Evil Dead Two video game? Because this think is totally so. you could make the whole game based off of this that's, one thing. That's exactly what I thought in this yeah. scene when it was because he finds one page, but then he finds the other five I think pages. Th- there in one have lump. been Evil Dead video games, and they are not good. Yeah, there was definitely one on the PlayStation. It would be so. I mean, granted, the cabin doesn't necessarily make for a great video game environment, but yeah. like, yeah. Although I do love how really huge the basement in the in the hot boiler room in this for this cab one room cabin yeah. presumably one room cabin out in the middle of nowhere they have this lab- labyrinthine maze of a basement mm-hmm. yeah anyway uh he finds a curtain and pulls it back revealing a boiler 
And then Jake Skeleton <laughs> flops onto him, and he pushes it off slightly. I love de-meated. Yeah. But yeah, he's still wearing his clothes. That's how you can tell it's Jake, because <laughs> yeah. it's just a, uh, like a slightly bloodied skeleton wearing his And Ash is like, ah! Oh, oh, the yeah. pages! And picks up the pa- rest of the pages on yeah, the Yeah, the ground. skeleton just has to be laying on top of, like, he needs to get six pages. The other five are, like, beneath yeah. the skeleton, yeah. So he goes uh, back to the stairs and tosses them up to Annie. Uh, and she starts reading them. But then he gets grabbed by the witch from underneath the stairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, she stops reading. Hard to say why. This this whole sequence, again, uh, from a, just even an action perspective, this sequence gets weird because he just starts punching. Like, he, like he spends a lot of time just, yeah, punching and meleeing Henrietta when he's got a shotgun and a chainsaw. Yeah. Why, as soon as she starts getting, why doesn't he just turn out and just chop her head off right there? Then, but yeah, there's a lot of, like... Him flailing well, at a stop motion Henrietta. Well, not quite well, yet because oh, is that not yet? Yeah, Annie's walking towards the stairs, and then Henrietta like, like grabs her from a, the hair, her hair from above. Oh, that's and spins right. Her, spins around above yeah. her and stuff, and then Ash climbs up and he's now badass. Now he's like, "Let's go!" And they have a very silly fight. Yeah. Well, it's funny because uh, when Henrietta's flying around with Annie, there's... this is so obviously just a dude in a fat suit. Yeah, and there's a point where like. <laughs> She, the witch, kind of squats and like starts to Hulk up, exactly like Hulk Hogan used to do yeah. in the ring. Starts like pumping the both fists up and down. Is like, oh brother, oh brother. This is the scene where they actually split the pants of the suit. And if you see later, while like uh, the Henrietta the uh, suit yeah. is flying around, you can see that the seat of the pants is totally busted, and you can see like the jeans of the yeah. guy wearing the suit, Ted Raimi inside. Uh, and there's also a scene too where. Uh, uh, she's like holding on to Annie, and you can see all the sweat pouring out of the ear yeah. of the suit. I didn't notice that while to watching the commentary, but it is fucking disgusting because it's mixed <laughs> with the white talcum they used to, for part of the suit too. So it's just this, looks like white jizz just flying out of its mm. ear while it's like trying to attack Annie. It's disgusting. Oh my god! And they also actually they uh, the behind the scenes uh, documentary for the Evil Dead too on the Blu-ray they show. Uh, them taking the suit off of Ted Raimi off of one of the days we were filming, and literally, it's just buckets of of sweat just pouring out of the the the, the legs. Yeah. It's just fucking. F- I hope they burn that suit when they're done with this movie because <laughs> it looked nasty as shit. Yeah. But yeah, the, I do love the the process shot of uh, Bruce uh, Campbell kind of like waving his like the the shotgun around and like, like fighting the Henrietta well, stop motion yeah demon. It, it's yeah the clan animation and its neck grows really long and its face gets all weird and it looking. starts making monkey sounds yeah it's like swallow <laughs> swallow swall, swall, the soul and then ha, ha, ha. Uh, fucking what <laughs> you can tell they're just running out of ideas by this point in the movie uh, yeah then um, Annie starts singing. But I love how Harryhausen he gets. It's 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 yeah. it's pretty cute. Annie um, starts singing. Little baby, don't say a word. Mom's oh gonna yeah, buy that's you right. A mockingbird, and it's like oh, and then Ash just chops off various <laughs> limbs. <laughs> I love. There's two shots of he chops off the arms, and the arms are obviously just on fishing strings. Yeah, just being pulled along space. It just looks terrible. And his head falls on the floor, and the body makes a balloon deflating fart sound this for is, some yeah, reason. Yeah, my it's note is randomly... Flopping around there. Yeah, she, she's pretty justified in freaking out after seeing the distended monkey corpse of her mom <laughs> fart itself to death after being chopped <laughs> up by a maniac with a chainsaw arm. Yeah, because yeah, it really does like make a... Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, I saw you saw, I saw you saw. And he says, hey, Swallow this. It's it a, a really good head explosion. Yeah. I, it's with like yeah, dynamite because it's, it's like sparks as, and shit. Yeah, it's, as far it's, as head explosions go, it's pretty good. Yeah. And then Annie's crying and Ash consoles her, but then the trees start attacking the house. 
Yeah. And she's like, Yeah, there's no logic to what's. I'm presuming the trees are being haunted by the evil dead, but like, yeah. why the trees now are just like, I only completed the first of the passages. And he's like, Oh, the complete the fucking. Yeah, just do it. Yeah, one. you got the rest of the pages. Just do it. Instead of complaining about it, just and do then it. And a giant fucking face slams <laughs> through the front, <laughs> I front guess door. They call it the rotten apple head demon yeah. because it just looks like a, like, a, like, yeah. And then Ashes gets a streak of white hair because it's so scary. There's one great shot where like, the giant face, it's kind of like the, the poltergeist again, because that's also a thing where a giant like monster head comes through a door to freak people out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this giant big head demon comes through the door, and there's this great fucking shot of Ash is like laying on the ground and he's looking at the door and there's a pot of flowers next to her head that wilt. Yeah. As soon as the the, the demon head comes in and you see uh, Ash is now suddenly he suddenly grows goes gray on one side of his head for yeah. no reason. Well, no reason. He's, well, it's he's so he's, scared of the it's big head scary. demon. But it's again the vulnerable hero thing is great because when he sees the super cheap chief demon show up mm-hmm. instead of being all like doom soldier instead of shoot going up and shooting the demon and having some kind of witty remark he just literally with a pot of flowers wilting next to it has practically shits himself it's great yeah um yeah uh and then she starts reading but ash's seven hands stabs her in the back with the bone dagger yeah uh but she keeps reading it's a damn shame while the big face grabs ash and starts to bring it towards his mouth to eat him yeah. Uh, the play pages blow away in her hand, and some faces on the side of the big face are like, "We won, victory is ours!" Yeah. I guess it's supposed to be all the characters from the rest of the film. It's hard to tell who's who yeah. or what's going on. Yeah. Ash chainsaws the things eyeball and sends blue, right in the eye, yeah. blue, blue frosting everywhere. I couldn't even tell it was blue until he gets up at the end. He's got like again like two like blue streaks of bubble gum on his shirt. Yeah. yeah. Uh. And she has managed to get out the last word, Bartok or something. I don't know. Yeah. And then bleh, she dead. So is that what's supposed to be her spell? Was supposed to do is just create the vortex. That that's how the evil dead is supposed to be destroyed. Well, yeah. The first spell, the first passage makes it flesh, which is what the giant head is. Oh, okay. Is that and what then the it second is? part oh, makes a vortex okay. to suck the giant. Okay, head I wasn't away. quite sure if that this was insinuating that she failed because she dies right at the end. No, and I wasn't quite did. sure if like. And then okay. Ash is like, "You did it, kid." And everything oh, yeah. starts to get sucked away through through the door, through so the, the dodgiest blue screen imaginable, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Ash is like, for God's sakes, how do you stop it? And he <laughs> travels through the vortex, whoosh, 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 and lands. And there's his... some violin music when he, like, it's it's all big, scary, like, like big, crazy music and stuff. There's one part where he actually gets sucked in where he's spinning around and the lights, again, it's kind of Willy Wonka's Wonkatania tunnel, mm-hmm. uh, where it suddenly gets bright and colorful lights and, like, there's, like, some fucking violin music that kicks in for no reason but then he keeps on falling through the rest yeah. of the portal and then boom he uh lands in a deserty looking place and he gets surrounded by various horses and people on horses and knights yeah the society for creative anachronism shit. suddenly shows up yeah and he's like oh fuck and, and it turns out he's in a renaissance fair yeah and because it is so somebody walks up and gives him a turkey leg and he's like oh there's a fat guy is like wearing a leather vest he he really does look like one of the electricians on set they just kind of put some fake chain mail on like real quick because he's just like some monk comes up and they slay the beast it's a deadite and then an actual deadite starts flies up and ash stands up and shoots it with a shotgun and its head explodes yeah deadite is the term they use all throughout army darkness right yeah uh and shoots it with a hot shotgun and they're like oh hail he has come from the sky to deliver us from the deadite and ash still doesn't see this ending coming even though everyone else can yeah he's like no (laughs) no hell no which is actually pretty I mean, it's not quite the ending of for, of Planet of the Apes, but it is kind of like you feel bad for Ash. 
Yeah. Yeah, because he's he's escaped, but now he's gonna have to fight a whole army of the goddamn dead. Um, only he spoilers. Have... He does a really shitty job. <laughs> he does have a science book in the back of his car, though. That's gonna help him out. I do love the shot, though. I don't know if the car is a model or if they just dropped a full-sized Oldsmobile in the background. But when he actually lands, yeah, on the Earth after coming out of the portal and like the fucking car comes down, slams. Does he drive the car in the Army of Darkness? Yeah. Because it, it is an undrivable condition. <laughs> the way it gets smashed when it falls out of that portal. Oh. Um, You'll never be able to watch Army of Darkness again after seeing that happen. You're like, uh, <laughs> exactly, the shocks yeah. are broken. Because I know he does get the science book out of the back, uh, out of the trunk, but goddamn. So yeah, that's the Evil, that's Dead, Evil too. Dead too. Goddamn, I don't like it as much as I used to. Still I liked it more than I thought I would. Yeah. Well, you know the thing is, I thought it was pretty good. It wasn't the perfect slice of pie I, that everyone sold me it as yeah, it is. Being. I think the, the <coughs> I think Jake and Bobby Joe really bring. Again, they yeah, just, they're such rotten characters. They kind of spoil a lot <laughs> yeah, of the movie Jar Jar for Binks me. Of, of this fucking movie. If you had, if they were likable, they would have done a lot for the movie for me. But you know, yeah. So, uh, have whatever. you seen this movie a whole bunch or just a couple times in your life? Times, Did you see yeah. it like when you were a kid or anything like that? No, nah, in my mid to late teens, I'd say. Okay, but you, it's this is not like a, well, you're not much into horror movies or Halloween yeah. stuff anyway, so it's not like you're gonna you would. There would be. It's not like there's an excuse for you to be watching this movie every year or anything like that. Yeah. But I would toss the VHS on now and then. And Do you have an okay time it. just watching it this time though? Yeah, you're just kind of right. you're entertained, but not like your socks blown off. Yeah, yeah. Like like I said, this first. If you just cut it down to the first half of this movie, <laughs> I, just, I think it's almost a perfect slice of stupid horror movie stuff. Yeah, but I mean, for the time, it's a lot better than most '80s horror movies of that era. Yeah, I mean, about. I like it better than American Werewolf in London. Really? Yeah. Ouch. That hurts. American Werewolf in London. Why you gotta stab me American in the chest with Werewolf a spine in, knife? In, in London is boring. Oh, uh, it's, it's boring. It's meditative. It's quote boring. Unquote. Boring. Uh, well, what is your favorite horror movie that you've ever seen? Oh, I don't know. I would. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever thought that. about that or anything no, like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is pretty good. I I could see why people growing up with this this would be their favorite horror movie. Yeah. Um, I like I said, I liked it more than I anticipated, more than I thought I, as a kid I would ever like this movie. There's a lot of style to it. Yeah, it's it's super stylish, and it's, it's still not, a lot of shots that Raimi does that nobody else really does, except for the Coen Brothers, because mm. he was friends with the Coen Brothers, and there's totally like the flying through the wood stuff is totally like if you ever see Raising Arizona, you'll totally go, oh shit. Uh, I think actually they were aping the Evil Dead when they did their shit, the Raising Arizona but it was kind of like rip, they're, they're kind of ripping themselves off yeah with Coen Brothers and Sam Raimi we could totally see where they got the I don't know that's because you've never seen Raising Arizona huh? no oh, that's one of my favorite movies of all time no. yeah Raising Arizona is my Evil Dead too mm. um, no. but yeah that's a pretty good movie I, I do like the, for especially for the relatively low budget this movie had. Yeah. And yeah, again, compared to most of the other horror movies that are coming out this time, like the 15th, Friday the 13th, or like, I mean, like Nightmare on <laughs> Elm Street 5. If you happen to watch it, some people would disagree with me on this, but you if you happen to watch it like back to back or within the same, same like window as watching the first one, you'd be like, man, this really is just the same shit again. Yeah. Just see, that, and that's brutal. why I never saw this because I saw the first one and I didn't care for that so much. I was like, why would I just want to watch this again if the, if the second one's just a remake of this? Yeah, and <laughs> Bruce Campbell's voice is so high in the first one. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, I guess yeah, because he's, he's young. So much this. younger. He's like, oh, he's like seventeen year old Bruce yeah. Campbell. Yeah. Because they, they made this. Well, they shot this in '86, and I think they made the first Evil Dead in like 1980. So that was a six year gap. Yeah. So he would have been like 12. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, no. This this movie launched uh, all those guys to start him. Bruce Campbell, well, not like 
It's not like he became Harrison Bruce Ford. Candleton. Yeah, I would say he's kind of. Well, at he's least always in terms been of the nerd like pop culture hero landscape. star. Like the most prominent things he's done besides being cameo in Spider Man uh, is Briscoe County Jr. You've seen that, right? No. Oh, My man. sister watched it. I, I it can't it. be as good as I remember it being, yeah. but it was pretty goddamn great. Yeah, but that's like the, the biggest Bowler? thing oh, he's done. Hilarious. Yeah, well. Eh, well yeah. Now what else are you going to claim? Bubba Hotep? Oh, yeah. Fucking. Uh, yeah, he was on a he USA. Should, he should have been a leading man, but I was kind of surprised he didn't become more of a leading man after this because he's yeah. he's got such great comedy chops. And if you can do comedy, it's easier to do comedy. It's easier to do drama if you're a good comedian than it is for maybe a people are just like to funny. he's too over the top because yeah, that's entirely because he is a goddamn cartoon in this yeah. movie. But yeah, it is a little bummer to see that the only thing he has done really throughout his life is really just kind of play Ash. Yeah, that's that's still his most popular thing because he could have been the Harrison Ford of the '90s. Yeah, uh, with this movie, but yeah, um, yeah, that's Evil Dead too. That is Evil Got Dead too. Sam Raimi there? went on to you know direct all the Spider-Man movies. Wait and... a second, that's the same Sam Raimi. <laughs> um, spoilers. Evil Dead Two was the, is the sequel to the. Wait, no, wait, no. Ah, there's some weird shit in the credits. <laughs> Evil Dead 2, the sequel to the ultimate experience in grueling horror, was filmed in North Carolina and Detroit, Michigan. Mm. That's I just love the way they phrase that in the end of the credits. Just, I don't know. It's good marketing, even though you've already seen the f- movie. You don't have to be sold on how great the Evil Dead 2 is. Yeah. Um, Trying to read my notes. A lot of my notes uh, about the making of stuff I mentioned during the actual body of this podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, notes just about how, yeah, the first 15 minutes was a remake of the first film just because they couldn't get the rights to the footage. Yeah. Stephen King. Uh, the film was mostly shot in an abandoned high school gymnasium in North Carolina. With the exteriors, uh, exteriors filmed on a farm in North Carolina where most of the color purple had just been shot. As of 2001, both the workshed and the main cabin are still standing on that farm. Hmm. Um, kind of really surprised because that's like 30 years and they didn't build those sets to, to last very long. Uh, the possessed hand scene was inspired by an evil hamburger helper parody that Scott Spiegel and Sam Raimi had made years before. Scott Spiegel being one of the co-writers of the film. Uh, actually that's on YouTube. Just like, just type in hamburger helper evil and you can mm-hmm. find it. It's, it's actually, it's pretty, a lot of the same that gags. Probably a the lot lady. of conspiracy theorists about the, what's the powder in the hamburger helper? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the character of Bobby Joe... Uh, was inspired and written for Holly Hunter, who was living with the Coen brothers, along with Francis McDormand, who was the, the main lead in uh, Fargo, when this film was being written. Joel, Co- Joel Cohen had edited the first Evil Dead movie, which resulted in the Coens and Sam Raimi working together on the film Crime Wave. Have you ever heard about that? Um, after which they all went their separate ways, although the McDonough's in Raising Arizona happened to drive the same uh, Oldsmobile that Ash does. Hmm. Um, yeah, Crime Wave was a movie that the Coen brothers and Sam Raimi worked on together, starring uh, uh, Bruce Campbell in, like, 1985 or something huh. like that. The movie made $2. I was going to say. There was a huge fight with the, 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 the film company that financed it, and mm. they edited the movie. It was a whole big thing. It was, it was a, yeah. Um, bum, 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 bum. And my last real big note is this movie essentially resulted in the creation of Can Be Effects, which was the makeup uh, creature department. Uh, that created the gore effects for all of Quentin Tarantino's movies, from Dust Till Dawn, The Walking Dead, Awesome Powers, Casino Royale, Spider-Man, Transformers, and stuff. Yeah, they're pretty much the last big makeup effects house left in Hollywood these mm. days. And yeah, they more or less, this is this is their first big film. And uh, yeah, it's uh, for the low budget this movie was, this movie really does have good 
creature effects. Like, all the makeup they do in this movie is fucking nuts. Yeah. Like, even, like, like Possessed Ash. I love how yeah. the Possessed Ash kind of looks like a caricature That's probably of the best one, yeah. Bruce Campbell and... Yeah, Evil Dead too. Yeah. We had a lot of stuff to see. Man, I can't believe how much, how many notes you have for our next film, though, that we're talking about. I thought yeah. this would be the long podcast. Would be oh, uh, I have a lot of notes, but I don't necessarily have a lot of notes. I about wish I had it. something more profound to say about the Evil Dead too, because so many people have been pushing on this for me for three decades now, <laughs> and I liked it. I need to finish watching the special features on the Blu-ray, which you can get on Amazon for like two dollars. Not yeah. that we have an Amazon commercial link or anything like that, but <laughs> um, as much money as I spend on Amazon, I should uh, have a. Yeah, uh, partnership or something. Next time we're yeah. gonna be watching 1930. We're what? wrapping up Halloween month. Uh-huh. Ooh, spooky! So to- of 2016 with freaks, freaks. Just we are freaks. 1932. Yeah, Todd Browning's uh, classic silent <laughs> film is starring his Dracula. Hugely successful follow up. <laughs> I didn't realize how much he destroyed his career with this movie. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, Freaks is directed by the same guy who made uh, Bela Lugosi's Dracula. Yeah. And <laughs> oh man, this wow. Yeah. It's, it's a, a quick it's a hour. Yeah. Well, I I I voted for Castlevania too, but you want to do Freaks. So, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. That's next time. Next, next time. Week. Uh Tired of the Party. I'm Tired of the Party. He's mudging on Twitter. Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. This has been your grueling experience in horror. Oh, <laughs> uh, tardy podcast on Twitter. Share us with people. We don't advertise. So we were like Mentos. Pop us out and spread us along. Yeah. Have some guy chase you and then turn around and smile with thumbs up holding up tardy to the party. Yeah, awkwardly where he's kind of like pointing at himself with his thumb as much as anything else. Yeah. And next time we'll be talking about freaks. Yeah. It's only an hour, so you feel free to watch it. We're, are we legally allowed to have a podcast that's longer than the film itself that we're talking about? We've done it freaks, before. Yeah, I know, but that's freaks. There's not much to say other than there's... You know what? You know, it's weird. Yeah. They did pass a law in Oregon <laughs> stating if you do a podcast about a movie, it cannot be longer than the actual movie. Because at that point, why not just and, watch the movie itself rather than listen to people talk because about it? it, it, pa- it the law passed because people were like, I don't fucking care. Who cares? It's a podcast. <laughs> yeah. People were more worried about the uh, legalizing pot thing on that amendment on that voting ballot. Yeah. Goddamn. We got yeah, tricked. That's anyway. next time. Yeah, we'll next be back. Time. Until next time, keep filling those holes of pop culture. He's Bill. I'm Daniel. Goodbye, everybody. Take care, guys. Mm-hmm.